Well, hello everyone. Zdravo svima. Uh, thank you to Mariana for agreeing to translate me for you. Hvala Marijani što će me provoditi za vas. And thank you for coming, uh, especially for finding it despite the venue change. I hvala vam puno što ste došli, a posebno što, sme, što ste videli da se promenilo mesto gde će se održati ovo predavanje. Well, probably, yeah, swap sides. There we go. Um, so, I've been asked to talk about the new atheism. Now, of course, atheism, the belief that God doesn't exist, is not new. But there's a particular group of atheist writers now. Uh, mainly from England and America. But also some of the Scandinavian countries. And France. Uh, who have come to be known as the new atheists. It's an, uh, a new trend within atheism in the last decade. Just as there are different sorts of Christian. So there are different sorts of atheist. Now, I'm a Christian philosopher from England. And I'm going to be presenting a talk that is critical of the new atheists. But I do want to say that I think all the criticisms I'm going to make of the new atheism are criticisms that other atheists could make of them. So in that sense, I'm not presenting a specifically Christian critique of them. But a more general philosophical critique. Now, philosophers love definitions. So let me define for you what is the new atheism. Well, all atheists think it's an intellectual mistake to believe that there's a God. But the new atheists think it's a moral mistake to believe in God. So here we have uh, Christopher Hitchens. And he says, uh, and I'll read the quote and then you can. I not only maintain that all religions are versions of the same untruth. But I hold that religious belief is positively harmful. So the new atheists not only have an intellectual critique of religion, but a moral and social critique. And at the very core of that moral criticism of religion is how the new atheists understand what it is to have faith. 
jeste kako ti novi ateisti smatraju imati veru. Šta to za njih znači? So again, typically, Christopher Hitchens says, religion is a surrender of reason in favor of faith. So the new atheist understanding of what it is to have faith is that by, by definition, faith means abandoning reason. It's one thing to accuse uh, religion, uh, religious people of intending but failing to be rational. Uh, that's his definition. Yeah. It's one thing to accuse a belief system of intending but failing to be rational. Znači, jedna je stvar poptužiti sistem verovanja i to Uh, intending but failing to be rational uh, Stanisha znači oni koji optužuju sistem verovanja šta oni da pojasnimo It's another thing to accuse religious believers of deliberately being irrational. Znači to smo sad rekli. Znači jedna je stvar ovo što smo sad rekli, a druga je kada znači vernik namerno Many atheists would say the first thing. But the new atheists say the second thing. A.C. Grayling, a new atheist philosopher from England. Faith involves deliberate ignoring of evidence. Or Richard Dawkins says faith is blind trust. But if you just consult any dictionary, you'll see that the word faith has a range of meanings. And it can be used to mean the same thing as blind faith. But it doesn't necessarily mean that. I would agree with the new atheists that some Christians do have blind faith. They don't have a sufficiently rational view of the world. But I think there are Christians whose faith is not of the blind variety. Who are at least trying to be rational in what they believe. I think I'm a case in point. 
When you look to uh, the Bible, I'm not going to read all of these, (laughs) but I just draw your attention to the fact that I've got a a list of quotations here from the Bible. From the Old and the New Testament. From from Jesus. From St. Paul. St. Peter. All of them saying that religious people should value evidence and reason. When it comes to what they believe about God. Let me just highlight one verse for you. This is uh, 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 15. St. Peter writing to other Christians gives them this command. Always be prepared to give an answer. To everyone who asks you to give the reason for your hope. That is their hope in Christ. But do this with gentleness and respect. So Peter is commanding Christians to have reasons for their belief. So if Christians do have a blind faith, and some do, but they are disobeying the, the biblical command. These new atheists sometimes try and point to the Bible to back up their idea that faith is, is blind. And they can only make the Bible support the idea of blind faith by radically misinterpreting what it says. Uh, and again, let me just give you one example. Uh, Sam Harris here points to the story of doubting Thomas. In uh, John's Gospel, uh, when Jesus first raises from the, de- from the dead and appears to his disciples, Thomas happens not to be there. And he meets the other disciples a bit later. And they all tell him, we've seen Jesus. But Thomas won't believe them. 
And he says, unless I see Jesus for myself, unless I can put my finger in the, the hole that the nails made, I'm not going to believe. And then Jesus appears whilst Thomas is there. And says to Thomas, and this is what Sam Harris quotes, Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. So there you are, says Sam Harris. This proves that the Bible endorses blind faith. Belief without the evidence. But hang on a minute. Jesus says that Thomas should have believed without faith first hand evidence znači isus njemu kaže da bi on trebao da veruje ali čemu a to je s dokazima koje dobije iz prve ruke that he should have believed the evidence the testimony of his ten best friends who were all telling him their experience of meeting Jesus. That's not the same thing as saying Thomas should have believed without any evidence. Earlier in John's Gospel, Jesus says to people, believe in me on the evidence of the miracles. He says the miracles I work testify to me. So it would be odd if John in writing his gospel has Jesus saying in one place evidence-based belief is fine and then suddenly changing his mind about that later. Also notice that in the story of doubting Thomas, Jesus does show up to give Thomas first-hand evidence. He grants that wish to him. But just says, this is more than you really needed. And as I say, he's got the evidence of these ten other best friends of his. John portrays all of the other disciples. Yeah. As believing in the resurrection because of their own first-hand evidence. 
So why, if, if John is trying to say with the story that blind faith is fine, I ako ovdje Jovan želi da kaže da je slepa vera okay, why doesn't he criticize all the other disciples? Zašto je onda Indeed, at the end of John's Gospel, uh, the authorial voice of John explicitly tells the reader why he has written this book to them. Says Jesus did many other miraculous signs. In the presence of his disciples. Of whom John was one. But these are written that you may believe. In other words, I'm telling you about these events including the story of Doubting Thomas in order to give my readers evidence on which to base their faith. As the English writer C.S. Lewis put it, faith is the art of holding on to things your reason has accepted. In spite of your changing moods. Or in spite of things that might tempt you not to trust. If you take the word faith to mean trust, the same words in the original languages of the Bible that we translate as faith can equally be translated to mean belief or trust. And obviously to have belief in someone to trust someone can be something that you have good reasons for just because you know someone trusts someone else that doesn't automatically tell you if they've got good reasons for their trust or not maybe you both trust me but you've got good reasons for your trust and you've just got blind faith in me so not only would I say are the new atheists wrong in their understanding of the meaning of faith 
i ne samo da novi ateisti imaju da kažem su u krivu što se tiče onoga što oni veruju u veru particularly faith as it's understood within the Christian tradition ali takođe i ono što se odnosi na veru u hrišćanskoj tradiciji they, they not only criticize this misunderstanding of faith they see themselves as champions of, of reason but as a philosopher I think the, the way in which they champion reason ali uh, ja kao filozof uh, posmatram na, na njihov način kako oni se bore sa verom is actually very unreasonable taj njihov način jeste stvarno nerazuman I'm all for reason ja jesam za dokaze jesam za prave razloge I think faith and reason work hand in hand ja mislim da sama vera funkcioniše uh, i ide u korak sa dokazima but I think the new atheists hold certain beliefs about reality. That, that undermine or contradict the value of rationality. Let me quickly give you two examples. The first example concerns the issue of free will. New atheists are typically the kind of atheist who rejects the idea that people have free will. So, just to prove my point, Here's some quotes from Sam Harris. Who, for example, says, free will is nowhere to be found. And in discussing um, what actually happens when someone commits a crime, he says, all that's really going on is an interaction of physical objects according to the laws of physics. And that this rules out the notion of holding people responsible. Likewise, Richard Dawkins says here, isn't the murderer just a machine with a defective component? At the end of this quote here, he asks, why do we vent such hatred on child murderers? When we should simply regard them as 
as faulty units. Da su to jedne jedinke koji imaju nešto se nemaju sve daske na broju, tako bi mi rekli. They need fixing or replacing. Znači, njima treba neka popravka ili treba nešto da se zameni neki deo u njima. If the data projector goes wrong. Na primjer, ako ovaj naš video projektor, ako se on pokvari. Stops doing what I want it to. I prestane da radi, da radi funkcije koje mi želimo. I might call in an engineer. Šta ću ja da uradim? To try and fix it. Ja ću pozvati majstora da mi popravi ovaj video projektor. And if he can't fix it. I ako on ne može da popravi. I buy a new data projector. Kupit ću novi video projektor. If a person starts doing things we don't like. Ako osoba počne da radi neke stvari koje mi ne volimo. Like murdering children. Let's call in an engineer. Uh, a doctor. And try and get him to fix them. And if we can't fix them, let's get rid of them. So do you want to say that a new atheist will say like to kill? Those murderers, if it's yeah, they would not. They're not necessarily saying let's or to put him in institution. Yeah, let's just get get him out of society. Kind of, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not getting involved in that issue. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Now, I, I think people do have responsibility. And I think that depends upon them having freedom. We can't blame the data projector if it goes wrong. It's not responsible for choosing to go wrong. It's just broken. Because people like Dawkins and Harris have a, a materialistic worldview. I think I would agree with them that, that logic would force you to conclude that people don't have free will. Uh, takva vrsta logika te primorava da ti stvarno zaključiš da ljudi nemaju slobodnu volju. Given that purely material systems don't have freedom of choice. I kad bi tako razmišljali u tom materialističkom načinu života onda stvarno ispadne kao da ljudi nemaju slobodnu volju. Which seems to be a reasonable assumption. I možda mi možemo i tako da da izgleda kao jedna razumna pretpostavka. If people are nothing but physical systems, then it surely would follow that people couldn't have free will. Now, 
As I say, I think people do have free will. Uh, and moral responsibility, therefore. But then I'm not a materialist. But the new atheists are materialists. And I think they're being consistent with that materialism when they deny free will and responsibility. I think it's I think the new atheists are but then there's a, a tension here. Because the new atheists want to criticize religious people. In particular, they want to criticize them for not meeting their intellectual responsibilities. They're saying you're blameworthy if you have blind faith and ignore reason. But it seems contradictory to say to people I'm blaming you for not being responsible in your use of reason but I also think that you're not responsible for anything. Because, because I don't think you have any freedom. Now you can say one of those things or the other, but not both. And what about morality? The new atheists are mounting a, a moral criticism of being irrational. A moral criticism of being unreasonable. Saying morally uh-huh. you should yes. be reasonable. Uh, okay, yeah. that's a moral issue. Yeah. Okay. That's a moral issue. But the new atheists also typically reject the idea that morals are matters of fact. They, they tend to think that moral statements are nothing but statements of personal opinion. So Richard Dawkins says that really in reality there is no design, no purpose 
no evil, no good. Da ne postoji uopšte zlo, da ne postoji dobro. Nothing but pitiless indifference. Ništa od toga ne postoji nego jedna duboka dam, jama bez dna i to jama o, koja se sastoji od ne because he's a materialist thinks the only reality that exists is this whole set of material things interacting in a way described, described by the laws of physics a moral value is just not the sort of thing that, that has a home in that view of reality. So again, Dawkins says there's, there's a distinction between ideas that are false or, or true about the real world factual matters and ideas about what we ought to do i uh, postoji razlika između svih tih ideja i ideja uh, u vezi stvari koje bi mi trebali da radimo they're not factual matters. He says the words true and false have no meaning in that context. And again, I can see that if I shared the same worldview starting place Ako zajedni, naše zajedničko posmatranje ovoga sveta počinje na istim osnovama Logic would, would force you to say with Dawkins that there are no objective moral values. Logika bi nas dovelo do toga da se mi slažemo s ovim Dawkinsom da u stvari sve ove stvari ne, nemaju smisla. But you have to, to keep in mind Ali moramo da držimo svom umu ovo his moral subjectivism. In his famous book, The God Delusion. He says Hitler and Stalin were by any standards spectacularly evil men. But of course Dawkins doesn't think there are any objective standards of morality. He doesn't think there's any morality that we discover um, he thinks morality is just something we invent. And so it's relative to me. 
or relative to you or relative to our society. So sure, um, Nazi Germans must have thought that the Holocaust was okay. And we think it was wrong. But then I prefer strawberry ice cream. You might prefer chocolate mint. In both cases, there's a difference of opinion. But if you want to say the difference of opinion about morality is one in which one of those two people is right. Is saying something that's that's factually true. Then it seems to me you're a moral objectivist. Uh, um, if you want to claim that there are moral facts, you're a moral objectivist. If you're happy to say a disagreement about whether the Holocaust was right or wrong, if you're happy, like, if, 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 if you're fine with, if mm-hmm. you've got no problem with saying a disagreement about the Holocaust mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is just the same kind of disagreement as that disagreement about yeah. mm-hmm. taste. Then you're a moral subjectivist. So, despite what you might think Dawkins means here, you have to remember his subjectivism about But then, when he criticizes religious faith as being evil, evil precisely because it has nothing to do with reason. Not only is he factually mistaken about the nature of having faith, he's not even intending to make a factual claim about the morality of having blind faith. So if you want to be able to criticize people who have blind faith, if you want to be able to say it's true, it's a fact that you ought to try and be reasonable, 
To je istina, to je činjenica i ti bi trebao da imaš, da koristiš zdravi razum. Don't you have to be a moral objectivist? Ali ti bi trebao da budeš moralni objektivista. But Dawkins isn't. A Dawkins nije u ovom slučaju. So he's contradicting himself again. I on u stvari kontradiktoran sam sebi. Let me put it this way. How could anyone feel an intellectual obligation? Kako bi bilo ko mogao da ima neko intelektualno neke da kažem odgovornosti i obaveze? To agree with the new atheists. Da se složi s ovim novim ateistima. When the new atheists. Kada ti novi ateisti argue that if you agree with them oni se raspravljaju i kaže ako se ti slažeš sa njima you have to think that no one has any intellectual obligations oni tvrde da niko ne bi trebao da ima intelektualne obaveze ili odgovornosti it simply seems to me that you can't ali po meni se jednostavno čini da je to nemoguće so let me summarize and then We'll have a, a time for questions. The Bible itself rejects the idea of blind faith. And, and champions the idea of reasonable or warranted trust. And, and uh, Bible is, uh, the Bible champions uh, having uh-huh. a reasonable trust. The new atheists mistakenly portray faith mm-hmm. as automatically being blind. Pravi grešku tu što stavlju jedan portret vere kao nešto što nužno mora biti slepa vera. Tako da oni kada kritikuju tu slepu veru oni u stvari ne shvataju da se slažu sa Biblijom. The new atheists try and portray themselves as, as the champions of rationality by false contrast with religious believers. But the materialism of their view of the world actually seems to me to undermine or contradict the value of being reasonable. So the new atheists say be reasonable with one hand and they take away reason with the other hand. It seems to me that Christianity, the Bible, doesn't do that. It says there's a reasonable creator 
jer šta kaže Biblija da postoji kreator tvorac koji je razuman who created us in his image koji je stvorio nas na osnovu njegovog lika part of which means we should do our best to try and be reasonable a deo tog njegovog lika jeste da mi treba da damo svoje najbolje da bi bili razumni i racionalni. Uključujući to da li ćemo uopšte da verujemo u našeg tvorca ili ne. And if we that he exists, or not we're going to trust him. I bez obzira da li sad verujemo da li ćemo stvarno spuzeti se od njega, ali imamo priliku da uopšte verujemo da li on postoji. That's the end of my prepared remarks. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, but let's uh, hear some questions uh, from you guys. Bring back that other slide. Oh, uh, wait. No, no. That one. Sredja teza, ovaj novi ateisti, oni su ti koji u stvari imaju slijepu vjeru, da je vjera slijepa. Znači, oni imaju preconceived notion about faith. Znači, oni imaju, da kažem, jedno sav o veri koji je u stvari pun predrasuda. Um, they've made their minds up about it and they don't <laughs> and don't want to be confused by looking at the evidence. <laughs> There's been lots of debates between new atheists and Christians. And Christians are always making the point I made about faith. Ali hrišćani uvek naglašavaju na ono što sam ja sada govorio. And the new Novi ateisti i dalje nastavljaju svojim kursom. Uh, I'm interested uh, in what that means actually to be an atheist. First of all, I think if atheism is not believing in God, and maybe that person was infected by fate in, in, in the course of time and maybe before he believed uh, and then he quit believing so but what mm-hmm. would you would be an atheist okay so it's a question about the definition of atheism and there was a touch that the atheist in his very categorization has a certain presupposition that there that Yes, okay, that's a very interesting second point there. Let me address the first one first. <laughs> Some atheists will define atheism like this. To be an atheist means I don't believe in God. But I would say that's not a 
strong enough definition. Because it means there's no difference between the atheist defined in that way and the agnostic the agnostic who wants to say I don't know one way or the other or the, the stronger kind of agnostic who says we cannot know at least in this life we cannot know whether or not God exists indeed given the definition an atheist is someone who does not believe in God you could argue that your pet cat is an atheist <laughs> because it doesn't believe in God <laughs> um, so most philosophers would say that to be an atheist is to make the positive claim about reality God does not exist. Uh, yeah. uh, there's the set of all real things. And the atheist is, is someone who thinks God is not a member of that set. To, to believe is something reliable. According to Kant, Immanuel Kant, the belief is something which cannot be rationally rationally mm-hmm. proved. I believe in that. Mm-hmm. And things that you can prove rationally mm-hmm. or in laboratory, yeah. that's not faith. Mm-hmm. Religious people or believers mm-hmm. have, that they have sound mind. And, yeah. Because I, I believe Right. Okay. But yeah. I, I believe that someone who has faith can have a reason in the same time. Yes. Uh, I agree that faith and reason go hand in hand. Particularly remember what I said about translating faith as trust. If we make it a standard philosophical distinction between a belief that something is true and a belief in something 
ili verovati u nešto. Znači, jedna je stvar verovati da je nešto istina, a druga je stvar verovati u nešto. To actually trust yourself to it. Znači, ti se pouzdaješ u to nešto i predaješ sebe u to. So you could define faith as the combination of belief that there is a God with a belief in, a trust in God. And I would say that you can, you can exercise lots of rationality on the, on the matter of should you believe that there is a God? Just as you can exercise rationality in forming the belief that someone else seems to love you. Da, da formiramo svoje mišljenje aha, da li nas neko voli ili ne da li ta osoba izgleda da nas voli ili ne believing that they have asked you to marry them ili da verujete da ta osoba uh, je tražila od vas da se udate za njega believing that they have a certain attractive character ili verujete da on ima neke uh, atraktivne uh, osobine svog karaktera believing you know that they're at least going to try and make a good marriage of it i verujete da će ta osoba makar pokušati da da sve o sebe da taj vrak uspe. But are you going to say yes? Ali da li ćeš ti reći da toj osobi? I will marry you. Da, I'm going to actually trust you. Da, ja ću da se pustim u tebe ili drugim rečima predaću svoj život u tvoje ruke. We can't divide our head from our heart. Znači mi ne možemo našu glavu da odvojimo od našeg srca. In, in such a relationship issue. U, u, u pitanju kao što je na primjer odnos između muškarca. I think it's the same with faith in God. Ja mislim da je to isto uh, što se tiče vere u Boga. You, you have to exercise a rational act of faith. Znači mi moramo da ispoljavamo tu, uh, to racionalno delo verovanja. Racionalno verovanje. But some people are, they believe that God exists, but mm. they don't have faith. That's right. So, e, e, there's a verse in the Bible uh, where St. St. James says, you believe that there's a God? Great. The demons believe that there's a God and tremble in fear. So it's one thing to believe that there's a God. <laughs> the issue of what attitude you have towards God is a related but different issue. Yeah, thank you. Uh, dear, guest from uh, UK, he mixed some, he mixed some 
pojmove. Notions. There is theism, atheism, anti-theism. Yes. Atheism is a passive state. Wants to prove that there is no God. Yeah. If you want to make comments on that. Sure. Um, I think I agree with you. <laughs> this just adds something more to what we said earlier. Um, atheists are people who believe that there is no God. Some of those atheists don't really mind if other people want to believe in God. They might even say people can believe in God and be rational. It's just I disagree with them. But of course there are also atheists who are anti-theists. Yeah. And, and have a, a campaigning attitude towards religion. Yeah. Like new, new atheists. Like the new atheists. Yeah. Yeah. So those new atheist movement can be actually equaled with anti anti yes. yeah yes yeah. now of course ju- just as there are christians who have blind faith even though the bible tells them not to <laughs> and there are christians who are at least trying to be reasonable. You might think that they actually fail to be reasonable. But you can recognize that they're trying to be reasonable. They think they have a reasonable faith. Equally, when it comes to, to atheists or anti-theists, there can be atheists who, who have a, a blind faith in atheism. And atheists who are, uh, at least I can recognize, are trying to be rational. So are they more open for faith in the future or something? Uh, certainly people who are thinking about ja these big automatically open themselves up to the possibility that they will change their mind. If I'm not thinking about it, uh, my belief is just a matter of, of habit. Or cultural pressure. If I'm thinking about it, uh, my faith is much more my own. But also that means 
I will dialogue I bit ću u stanju i otvoren da vodim dijalog. With those of a different opinion. And I will say, well, here are my reasons. And you'll say, here are my reasons. <laughs> Maybe you will change your mind. But I think that means I have to recognize that maybe I will change mine. A to isto znači da ja moram da prepoznam da postoji taj moment da ću ja možda reći ha, pa ja ću sad da promenim mišljenje. Yeah, you either have to be uh, on them you're not sure in in your beliefs if you are, you will easily uh, surrender your old beliefs. Uh, I didn't uh, just to mention if you believe strongly in something and you have evidence, there is a little chance that you will change your mind. Yeah, there's little chance. That's not the same thing as saying no chance. There's actually very little in life that's absolutely certain. That's provable. In the, in the mathematical sense of a proof. Or the, the philosophical sense of being self-contradictory to doubt. I am absolutely certain that there are no squares in the world that are circular. I am like Descartes. Uh, René Descartes. Absolutely certain that I exist. Now, maybe none of you do exist. Maybe I'm having a massive illusion. Maybe I'm plugged into the Matrix like Keanu Reeves. And there's only me and the computer overlords. <laughs> That's possible. But it's going to take a heck of a lot of evidence to convince me that I'm in the matrix. <laughs> so if you come to me like Morpheus and say, say Morpheus from the film yeah, and say Peter this whole world is an illusion. Well, if I'm open-minded, I will at least give you the opportunity to meet the very high burden of proof that rests on your shoulders. You might say, it's not up to me to prove that I'm not in the matrix. 
It's not up to me to prove that my religious experience of the reality of God in my life is not an illusion. But if you want to try and argue that it is an illusion, I recognize I have a rational obligation to exercise my free will to at least engage with you. To listen to your argument. And that means being open to the possibility that I might change my mind. I might come to agree with you. Yeah. I might come to agree with you. And I think that's the kind of analogy that would apply to the the rationality of the discussion about do I believe in God or not. Like Lee Strobel, he was mm-hmm. atheist and eventually... Yeah, I mean, certainly pe- people on all sides of the issue do change their minds. When I was young, I was uneducated and I believed in God. But then later, when I gained education, mm-hmm. I... Uh, I became I'm not, I'm not a new atheist. Yeah. I believe God in I tell other people that they... I that they should... Uh, <coughs> To refuse, to refuse religion. To reject. Mm-hmm. I think religion is good for people. That they can believe in something. Yeah. But religion for me, in that time when the religion became, became a business. Since they weren't dedicated much, they would believe everything people say. And then there was a dead book after Jesus that was Bible was witness. And uh, by that Bible, they all uh, wanted to to tell people that God exists and uh, they should believe in it. Believe in it. But I think uh, book uh, is not uh, a thing that should uh, rule us. So. Znači kako je Isus umro, ja vjerujem da je vrednost Biblije umrla i ne, ne smatram da bi trebao, trebala knjiga da nas, da nas vodi ili da vlada nama. Ali ja vjerujem u ljude nego u knjigu. Znači, postoji više dokaza, više dokaza da postoje avanse nacije. Nego Bog. 
Ali za ljude lakše da veruju da imaju veru, nego da stvarno vidi kakav je ovaj svet i kakva je stvar. Jer ipak je lakše nadati se da postoji spasenje nakon smrti i možda to bude rešenje za njihove probleme. Nisam da sve čuli. Znači oni se osjenjaju na Bogu i kad ništa ne funkcioniše, da će im Bog pomoći. Ja mislim da u našoj pravoslovnoj kulturi ja verujem da je verovanje u Boga jeste više tradicije. Možda bi ljudi, mnogo više ljudi odbilo Boga, ali sam čula sad... Ipak je slavio zbog pritiska društva, kulture i tako, valja se. Ok, ok. Thank you very much. You raise, I counted, I think, five separate issues. Znači, ovo što je mladi gospodin spomenuo, može se podeliti u pet So perhaps I'll address one. And see if anyone else has a question. And then come back for another one. So that we keep everyone included. But you do raise some very interesting issues. How do, we, how do we view the Bible? If you view it just as a book that contains dogmatic statements of what you should believe, it's just like a, a teacher or a parent saying to you believe this and if you were to say to them why it were to answer because I said so well I wouldn't be comfortable <laughs> grounding the most important, significant aspects of my life. <laughs> On such a foundation. But you talked about trusting people. And trusting evidence. What if you view the Bible as containing a number of documents written by people and many of those people are clearly intending to communicate with with readers and one of the key things they're trying to communicate to us is their testimony 
their evidential testimony about things that they saw and heard and touched at first hand and sometimes at second hand. So John's Gospel that we quoted from a document with the authority of John the Disciple behind it. Saying to us at the end of that document the reason I've written this to you is so that you can have access through my testimony to evidence that I think is sufficient for you to place a rational trust in Jesus. Now, of course, he might be wrong or right about that. But it, it puts thinking about the Bible in a whole different category. Than the parent with the wagging finger. Who's saying, believe this just because. There's no, just because I say so about it. And so, once again, we have this situation someone is coming to you through a text through what they've written to you but still they're, they're coming to you with a viewpoint trying to convince you of something maybe it's something that you're pretty sure is false but a, a, a basic uh, rational humaneness in a way uh, like basic uh, rational uh, humanity yeah basic rational humanity mm-hmm. um, can you continue and uh, I kind can... of uh, truly requires us to at least uh-huh. engage um, just as I had to engage with, with Morpheus in that analogy I gave. At the very least, you'll come to have a better understanding of a fellow human being. We want our disagreements with one another we want. We want when we disagree with one another. We want not be misrepresenting each other, not misunderstanding. It's very difficult to have a, a a rational engagement with new atheist writers. 
Because they have such a misunderstanding. They give out such a misrepresentation. That they're criticizing something that's not real. As I showed, they, they don't realize that they actually agree with what the Bible says about rationality. Um, so let's at least make sure when we have these discussions, um, we listen to one another. Uh, you listen to what it is I as a Christian mean by faith. Um, I listen to you as an atheist, maybe. As to what do you mean by atheism? Should I automatically assume? That if you're an atheist, you're an anti-theist. Well, no, that would be wrong of me, wouldn't it? Should you... Uh, if you hear I'm a Christian, automatically assume that I'm committed to blind faith and criticize me for it. Well, no. Then we're not really talking to one another. But pass one another. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to just brief answer. So during your lecture you use different kind of statements. My question would be what kind of statements we can recognize in Bible and what kind of statements do we have when we speak about the latest? Because when you speak about uh, Russian uh, reasons about evidence, yeah. you speak about logical states. And that means scientific, I mean, uh, exact scientific procedural analysis. When you speak about mm. belief sentences, mm. in, in the sense, I believe that, I believe in, mm -hmm. you said already, there is a huge difference mm. between these two kinds of belief sentences. Right. Belief that mm. is also the matter of logic and science. Belief mm -hmm. in is the matter of religious, if you want, of course. So, uh, what kind of uh, mm. statement we have in a new atheist? Right. We speak about uh, quasi or value statements mm. because religion actually deals with the value statements. Yeah. And uh, what would be the main difference between uh, definition of faith according to Bible and according to you? Right. And what is the, the final result? Do we have any kind of knowledge? Yeah. 
Mi znamo koje iskaze imate u Berlinu, ali šta je to znači različite i koje iskazima se služe, recimo, upravo na ovoj adresi. U tom smislu, na koji način i koja je slušna razlika između vjere, kako znamo da je u Berliji, i naravno vjere u ovom domu. Zašto je to pitan? Zato što je krajnje, u stvari, ono što se može nikada se vijesti, šta mi dobijamo u stvari u te vjere. Da li je to neko znanje i onda kako? Definišite znanje. Da li je to istinito opravljeno vjerovanje i onda kako je to istinu, kako pravdanje i kako da je Let's, uh, I hope this will get at some of that at least. <clears throat> it seems to me that the biblical writers have a broad view of the kinds of truth claims in a way uh, the kind of statements about reality that have the capacity to be either true or false and so when they make claims about morality they think they're making the kind of claim that is either true or false and of course they think what, what they express is, is true um, for example they think um, the claim do not commit adultery is something that's either true or false and that it's true and it is true. Yeah. Whereas a new atheist like Richard Dawkins thinks that moral statements like do not commit adultery are not true or false. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's just my personal subjective taste or opinion. Not the kind of opinion that can be true or false. This is because the new atheists have a very narrow understanding of how we could know anything. It's not so what, what so much what we mean by knowledge as how we can get it. And they tend to think we can only get knowledge through science. And so since you can't get moral knowledge through science, they say there is no morality. There's nothing there to know. Which of course doesn't follow. <laughs> um, there could be buried treasure on an island even if we don't know where how to find it. <laughs> but also the idea 
you can only know things through science. You can't know that that statement itself is true. Through science. Science can't show that science is the only way to know anything. So there must be a, a broader set of ways of knowing. Science is a way of knowing some things. Not the only way of knowing everything. So you can, if you abandon this scientific view of knowledge. It then allows you to think maybe you can know moral truths. It's just that you don't know those truths through science. But so what? Um, even to know anything through science you have to rely upon other items of knowledge that are not themselves science. So, uh, mathematical truths. Basic logical truths. Even moral truths. Like, I really ought to to accurately report the experimental data. So science relies upon moral knowledge and can't be used to try and get rid of it without undermining itself. So, the new atheists present themselves, as I say, as championing reason and knowledge against these irrational, ignorant, uneducated, religious people. And yet, they have such a, a wrong-headed view of knowledge. But if you can, if you if you consistently applied their ideas to themselves, you undermine rationality. You undermine the very process of science itself. Whereas the biblical view of reality 
While it thinks that science is a good thing, a good way of knowing certain types of reality, says there are other types of reality, that we can know about, including moral, Um, and actually, the, one of the, the the kind of defining things about Christianity, in contrast to other world religions, is that it doesn't simply make philosophical truth claims. It makes these truth claims about God acting in history in a way that you can know about through empirical evidence. Scientific evidence. So St. Paul, um, talking about Jesus, says, if he is not risen from the dead, Christianity is false. If it didn't really actually happen, there's no point in being a Christian. <laughs> Go and be something else. Um, so the religious claim Jesus rose from the dead is at the same time a historical in that sense a scientific not just a philosophical claim about claim about the facts of the matter how do you explain the plurality of religions and do you believe that every religion says the truth okay Okay. 
Okay. Um, on the issue of, of the plurality of religions and truth, I think being a Christian allows you to say this. I'm a Christian because I think Christianity is true. That doesn't imply that I think everyone else is wrong about everything. It only implies that when anyone else contradicts Contradiction uh, in a way to uh, says, uh, says he's not true. Something that must be true if Christianity is true. Do I have to say I think they're wrong? Um, so, uh, Jews, uh, Muslims, certain types of Hindu. Um, and so on uh, all believe in a personal spiritual transcendent uh, even creator God I think they're right about that <laughs> but they may have slightly different ideas about the precise, the precise nature of God. Or exactly what he has or has not done in history. And where there's a difference of opinion there, of course, as a Christian, I think Christianity is right. <laughs> if I were an atheist, I would, have, of course, have to say that the fundamental belief of the vast majority of humanity in all of these different religious traditions is wrong. So the, the overlap in, in agreement between a, a Christian and a Jew or a, a Christian and a Muslim um, is much uh, more fundamental than the overlap between an atheist and a Christian, say. So religion as a system is caused by itself. It's not a... It's not important as institution through history. As a, as, a, as a system as such, it has a, its role in a society, religion, and according to that, uh, religions are making conflicts between people. Mm -hmm. 
And that's connected with morality. Yeah. Because in, in moral, in ethics, you have mm. those differences and distinctions. Yes. History is proof that the religion project, religion failed because it creates more conflict than peace. So maybe not history cannot show, but our everyday life is showing. But she's mentioned the word religion, which is different than when, yeah. when religion just talk, when just talk and say like you, we believe in the same God, but when religion start to in, interfere in everyday life and personal lives of people, then problem occurs. Right. And yeah. atheism wouldn't appear actually because atheism was a reaction uh, because of those religious conflicts and things. Um, right. Um, okay, so... And continue to sure. <laughs> So I think I, I think we agree. So much as I, I was talking about the the overlap in, in concepts in response to a question about do I have to uh, about, plur, about plurality of opinions about truth do I have to say as a Christian uh, everyone else is wrong about everything it's, has, has got false beliefs but every religion stands like that I am right, we are the only way etc, etc ah, yeah. but, but what I was yeah. yes, I, I agree <laughs> all I was pointing out was there are more shared philosophical concepts uh, within a, a set of different re- religions 
than there is a sort of shared concept between atheism and religion. So atheists, they have believed, they have faith in, in, physic, in, in physics and... and uh, uh, physical yeah. Certainly, we, we all agree that there's this reality. But we, there's a more fundamental philosophical question about how fundamental a reality how basic a reality uh, I asked him to okay. replace She's me because it's our sure. two hours. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much yeah, for your yeah. help. Good. How fundamental or basic that reality is? Or? Yes. Yeah. Um, so... And I would measure the, the importance of, the, of an overlap um, in terms of how basic it is within the world view. Um, so I would say the, the agreement between me and a Muslim that the, the basic reality... ...is a personal God... Who created the physical universe is a more significant agreement, a more important agreement yeah. uh, than the fact that I agree with an atheist that the physical universe exists. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly, when it comes to the actual behavior of religious believers uh, or non-religious believers um, people do terrible things to other people um, atheists some atheists do terrible things to other atheists to Christians to Jews, to, to some Muslims do terrible things to etc. Okay, I'm talking about yeah. organizing people to kill in the name of God. Yeah. yeah. So my my question there is Is there an an intrinsic an intrinsic a um a logical connection 
between the the religion, the beliefs of that religion itself. And and their uh, behavior against other people. So if a Christian um, persecutes someone else, whether a, whether a fellow Christian or not, they are contradicting the explicit commandments of the religion they claim to be following. So, yeah. They say uh, we defend our people. So that's yeah. Because there are yeah. others are believers, they are believers. Yeah. People are very good at. Uh, at rationalizing their behavior. Giving themselves excuses. An excuse is only a genuine excuse. Would you say that actually real faith never never wants to kill another who real faith. So religion, religion is something different than real faith. Yeah. But then how many real believers we have in the world? That's a big question. Excellent question. <laughs> yeah. But in, in, insofar as they were genuine Christian believers, they ought to follow Jesus' command to love your enemy. Is that a, a claim and contradictory to the human nature that is showing into the world? We are by nature, right? Yeah. We need yes. our own yeah. um, But again, the Bible agrees with you. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you that yeah. the Bible as a book and as a belief is okay, but ljudi nisu dostigli taj nivo svijesti da mogu da shvatiti pravo As the Bible says, we are sinful beings. Who require to be changed from the inside out. Um,
There are some other questions. I think you had a hand up earlier. Uh, Alaskan so our dear guest, if, if you show yourself as a philosopher from Britain, and he doesn't uh, understand philosophy as a ap apologetics or defending of the faith, or, or, or right. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Mm. Or just preaching the faith or something else. Mm. Why you're starting with definitions? I will, I will jump on this. Love definitions. He said. He says. I explicate. I voila, but not define. So our professor is giving easy uh, definitions, so you give mm -hmm. definitions of uh, faith. Taking uh, from the dictionary, from the English uh, dictionary. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, and, and then in that way, he's trying to explain with definitions, and we didn't know the definitions are not reliable. Right. And how he, as a philosopher, mm -hmm. but not. Uh, mm. But not as a theologian. Mm. Samo, samo pomeni, primjer, Or, um, well, we just want to mention the, the case of Frederick Copleston. How can you give yourself a right to mm -hmm. explain these things? Mm. To, to define the things as impossible to define, for example, God. Or to give a judgment uh, about the cases there are metaphysics, metaphysical. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So to give judgment on the things that you can't know they are truth or not they are unmeaningless by their nature <laughs> okay right. please answer this sure um, the definitions that I have given today uh, whether of uh, faith or atheism, agnosticism, um, anti-theism, so on. My intention as a philosopher is that those are accurate definitions. Not simply that they are definitions um, that... Uh, are convenient to what I want to say. And to back up those definitions that I gave you, I gave a lot of quotations from relevant sources. Now, sure, I quoted from a English language dictionary uh, rather than a philosophy dictionary say uh, but I think it 
makes the point. Ali mislim da da ovaj tu imamo jedan jedan point. Ne tačku, ne that as the word faith is used in ordinary language it has a broader range of meanings than the new atheists allow it to have. I gave several quotes from the new atheists themselves where they conveniently defined faith as necessarily irrational. But I quoted a lot of passages from the Bible that explicitly said faith should try to be rational. So if anyone is using a, a self-serving definition I'd say it's the new atheists rather than me. Sorry? It's the new atheists and, and not myself. Yeah. Now, most philosophers have thought that you can reasonably engage in metaphysical discussion. The idea that metaphysical discourse has no actual meaning, that, that metaphysical uh, claims have no meaning, you, you said. Okay. Okay. Thank you. The, the new atheists have been very influenced by this idea that metaphysics is meaningless. Uh, it's an idea in the history of philosophy that was particularly popular in the 1930s, 20s and 30s, um, particularly through the work of Oxford philosophers like A.J. Eyre. Um, it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a school called logical positivism. And they, they had this theory about when language, when truth claims are even meaningful. Um, and it's a very uh, influential upon the new atheists still. The new atheists still carry forward this kind of anti-metaphysical prejudice from the 1920s and 30s. And indeed, a lot of the new atheists did their PhDs at Oxford University under professors like A.J. Eyre and Strawson, um, who were the people that put forward this anti-metaphysical view. Um, later on in life, even A.J. Eyre, who had promoted this idea that metaphysics is meaningless, said it was full of holes, it was all wrong, he retracted it, the whole movement collapsed by the 1950s. Um, and philosophers went back to taking metaphysics seriously again in the, in the mid-1950s. Um, for lots of reasons, prim- primarily this. You remember I was talking about the, the claim that you can only know things through science. 
and how that contradicted itself. Because you couldn't scientifically prove that the only things that you can know about are the things that you know through science. But you can also say that maybe the only possible religion is the religion of the heart, or of, of epiphany or something. If you want to give reason, like you mentioned, a reason for faith, for personal faith, mm. faith in God, faith in the Bible or something else. What kind of faith is the heart? Uh, we're talking about blindness, blind, uh, our heart, mm. our eyes in our heads must be blind for okay. But our well, eyes into our soul you can, you must be open to... I think you can only feel... But, sure, sure, absolutely. But that, that you've, you've now given a definition of what it is to have a certain kind of faith. So you said faith is, you're agreeing with the New Atheist, by its nature... Blind. But <laughs> that's not a biblical concept of faith. There are other concepts of faith. Um, faith does not just mean that. You can, you can use it as a word to mean the way you defined it, but you also have to allow other people to give their definition of it. Of course. And a biblical definition of faith is that it should not be blind. Yes, but uh, I thought that uh, blindness, uh, not blindness for uh, our things of reasons. Uh, we are a sadman the things of the reason mm-hmm. the, the created uh, institutions and the institutions are a product of reason mm-hmm. and today we are witness that all reasons are, the all wars are led by institutions so interfering our reason into the metaphysic uh, concepts mm. are led to the consequences of yeah. to have institutions of faith, for example. Yeah. Institutions of faith showed the good starting point for having a war. So how, in, 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 for example, in a... Lightning day. Yeah. That destroyed whole myths. And in the end, it became myth itself. To show, trying to show how the the, the era of uh, reason, mind, um, and so on. Mm. <laughs> Let me clarify. Are you are you talking about the way in which many people would say the the Enlightenment project of has failed? Because, and I would, in a sense, I would agree. I would say because it has a too narrow a vision of what rationality is. That it has this idea, um, say, that you only know things rationally by scientific methods. It has this idea that metaphysics is meaningless. Um, because, well, the, 
the logical positivist said, because it's not tr- unless it's true by definition, like 2 plus 2 equals 4, or it's something that you can empirically, scientifically test, then it's meaningful. Otherwise, it's not meaningful. But the, that rule itself, the rule that says a statement, a claim about reality is only meaningful if it's either true by definition or something that you can empirically, scientifically test, (coughs) is not a rule that's true by definition, and it's not a rule that you can scientifically test. According to its own principle, the positivist theory of meaning is meaningless. Which is why when when philosophers recognised that by the 1950s, as I say, the idea that metaphysics is a meaningful, rational area of of debate came back within philosophy. Um, And and so whilst I would agree that a a very narrow view of just the head, as it were, narrow view of rationality becomes self-defeating, like it does in the New Atheists, um, you can have a broader view of what reason itself is. Can we then give a, then can we give a thanks to the metaphysics, uh, to metaphysical movement in the 50s mm. that we have this uh, movement? Quite hypocrite, new atheism movement. Uh, no, we, we can give thanks to the, to the anti-metaphysical philosophy of the 1920s and 30s. Yeah. Uh, and be thankful to the recovery of metaphysics afterwards for showing us why the new atheists are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think the problem I think the problem is that one, the, 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 the main problem the main problem is that, that they are one yeah. is God for poets, one mm. is God for believers, mm. one is God for philosophers. Yeah. God in philosophy is metaphysical things. Mm. Think. It is a matter of metaphysics. Mm. Uh, but not, you're, you're giving a lot of definitions mm. that uh, philosophers may not agree with. So some philosophers would say there's a metaphysical so you just need to be careful that you don't give a definition that others wouldn't agree with for themselves as philosophers. Mm. Are you a philosopher? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. ali samo sam htio reći da ne smijemo praviti znači poistovjećivanje Boga unutar metafizičke koncepcije sa Bogom unutar teološke koncepcije. God, for example, in theological conception, is, is a creator. So we go from the creation to the personality, because the personality didn't become before the creation came. But in metaphysics, it goes from the personally to the metaphysical, just the two ways. So the difference in approach. Yeah, but I, I would say those, those are complementary rather than contradictory. Um, we have a relationship with reality, and there are lots of different ways of having that relationship, lots of dimensions to a relationship. 
Uh, I can relate to you through biology and understand the biology of your body. Um, that doesn't tell me everything that's true about you. And, 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 yeah, and, and it's not enough for me to have a good relationship with you just to know about your biology. Um, but knowing about your biology would be helpful in the process of having a relationship with you because if you're ill and I want to uh, love you and look after you, that knowing how your body works will help me to look after you well. Yeah? But I can know you biologically, I could know chemistry, physics, I would also say um, experientially, uh, morally, aesthetically, um, what, are, what are the values that are in, involved? Um, knowing what kind of world we live in, not only at a, at a scientific understanding of it, but a metaphysical, a spiritual, religious, that all of these things actually give us a, a rounded view of reality. You mean they blend together? Yes, yeah. It's not an either or. It's not like you either know what science tells you about the world or you tell you, or you know what experience tells you. Well, you, you have to do both. And indeed, you can't do science without relying on your personal experience yeah. or relying on what you think your moral knowledge is as well. Should I do vivisection on this animal? Should I be truthful when I communicate my results? Um, should I love my fellow lab partners? <laughs> or should I stab them in the back by putting my name first on the publication list? And you know, um, All of these things actually have to interact together holistically for us. Uh, I, and I love... I, I like C.S. Lewis. I've just written a book on C.S. Lewis, so forgive me for quoting him again. But talking about uh, Jesus, um, Lewis used to be an atheist, and he grew up loving the, the Greek and the Norse myths, uh, and so on. And for a long time, he thought, well, the gospel is just another myth. It's a nice story, it moves me, but it's just a myth. And later on, he came to believe that it was true that it actually happened in history. But, but what he said was, I came to think that, that the story about Jesus was a true myth. It really happened, but that doesn't mean it's any, any the less mythological, something that speaks to the human heart at that kind of very deep personal level. It's just that it's also, unlike all the other myths, something that's actually historically true as well and that you don't have to say if it's one then it's not the other but there are evidences that are more gospels than those, are, those that are in the Bible the evidences that, yep. that are gospels that tell that Jesus was a historical person historical human that uh, he came from the tribe of Bible of David that uh, yep. he he was more significant to history as a human more than a god because they say that he was more influential like a person mm -hmm. they created a god from him and throw out yeah. other gospels from the bible because the church needed to well th this is a point of history rather than philosophy or theology but the, the four gospels that we have in the new testament today are the only first century gospels there are other documents that are called gospels um, some of which are just collections of sayings some of which have 
some narrative in them. Um, but they come from the, the second, the third, the fourth century AD and are generally thought by New Testament scholars, including atheistic New Testament scholars, not to be good sources of historical information about Jesus because they're too late. They're, they're past eyewitness testimony. They're past second-hand testimony. Um, and actually, when you look at the, these other descriptions, other early descriptions of Jesus after the first century, what you find, interestingly, is you find different religious groups saying, yes, we believe in Jesus, and of course he was divine, but he wasn't really human. He looked human, but he wasn't really, because a lot of these uh, second, third century gospels, like the Gospel of Thomas, for example, are what are called the so-called Gnostic gospels. Um, That's a a Greek-influenced philosophy of life that was anti-physical. It said the physical world is evil. Uh, And so although they wanted to to look up to Jesus as an important figure and sort of appropriate him for themselves, they, they couldn't stand the idea that he was really God incarnate, enfleshed in the physical world because that was below the dignity of, of what God should be according to their philosophical view. So the, the, the first temptation um, in terms of having a, a, a non-Christian religious view of Jesus, um, once you get past the first century Gospels, which are the ones we have in the Bible, is a view that says, yeah, of course Jesus is divine, but it's stupid to think that he was a human. <laughs> yeah. Nature. Yeah. It's. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should uh, yeah. wrap it up. Sure. Uh, just, uh, this is an area of philosophy that could, can get very complex but I think we all have an, in, an intuitive understanding of what we mean here and it is to do with choice and it's linked to the concepts of, of responsibility and whether you're, you can be blamed or praised for something. Um, and as Emmanuel, someone mentioned Emmanuel Kant earlier, Emmanuel Kant, I would argue with him, that if you want to think it's sensible to praise or blame someone for what they've done, you have to think that they were responsible for what they did, which means you have to think they weren't caused to do what they did by things outside of their control, of their choice. Okay, so l- let me give you an illustration which I uh, often use in schools where I do a conference about this subject of free will. Um, supposing a, a pebble hits you on the head and gives you a ow, bump on the head. Well, supposing that pebble had fallen off the top of a cliff that you happen to be walking under. Why, why did it come off the top of the cliff? Because it used to be in the soil and then there was a lot of weather and erosion 
uh, and the pebble was gradually uncovered by the wind and the rain and the ice, and it was teetering on the edge, finely balanced, and then a big gust of wind, just, just powerful enough to tip it over the edge, gravity, bonk, bang, bonks you on the head. Most people would say, of course, the pebble, the gravity, all of those physical forces are what caused your head to hurt. But it doesn't make any sense to blame them, to hold them morally responsible for hurting you, because they're just physical things behaving according to the laws of physics. They don't have a choice about whether they hurt you or not. But if, if a pebble hits you on the head and you look up to the top of the cliff and there's me getting ready to throw another stone at you, okay, not only am I part of the series of causes that made your head hurt, you think you can blame me. You can, you can say, you shouldn't do that. It's wrong of you to hurt me by throwing stones at me. Because unlike the stone and the gravity and so on, your intuition is that I do have a choice. I, didn't, I wasn't caused to hurt you like the stone was. I chose to hurt you. And therefore, you can blame me and hold me morally responsible for hurting you. Now, of course, the, there's a further implication of those intuitions, which is that you think that I am more than just a set of physical things. Because if I'm, if I'm only a physical thing, behaving according to the laws of physics, wouldn't you have to say, I'm, I'm no more responsible or blameworthy for hurting you than the stone, plus gravity, plus rain, wind, soil, was responsible. Because that just, it's, it's just a physical system. You see? So I would say, yeah, choice, responsibility, the implication of that is you either say people have responsibility and choice because they're not just physical. There's something supernatural that's real about people that enables them to have responsible choices. Or you say, no, people are just physical and no one's to blame for anything. So, thank you, thank you very much. Worry about that next, next time someone hurts you. <laughs> thank you for staying. It's been lovely having a, a dialogue with you all. <laughs>